What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. Today, I sit with Mel and Jen, brand new business owners, 30 days in. Somehow they found me, uh, which I love that they got a hold of me so quick so I can help them pivot from what they were thinking they were going to do to what uh, will help them build in what I believe a long-lasting, sustainable, duplicatable, scalable business through the principles of growth. Um, awesome ladies, ready to take on the world. And uh, I, felt, I felt like this was an awesome business breakthrough, uh, one that I think anyone with a business could benefit from. So uh, definitely take out the notepad on this one, guys. And it starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough, everyone. I'm here with Melissa and Jen of MJ Painting and Design. Where are you guys out of? What state? Maryland. Maryland. All right. So, uh, well, let's get started. There's two people here. Let's start with you, Jen. What is your role in the business? What do you do? So I am one of the partners. Mel and cool. I split the, you know, we have a partnership in the business and we both run things and do the work. Love it. Okay. <laughs> so, so a little bit of both. So, okay. And then by, by doing the work, what exactly do you guys do? Do you cabinet refinishing? Do you do house painting? What is it that you guys do? We do house painting, drywall repair. I mean, we wouldn't advertise ourselves as drywallers, but obviously we all know that to get a good it, finished product, yeah, it has it to come up. Got yeah. it. And we so, do cabinets. So And you do cabinets. Okay. So tell me the story. How did this thing start? Where, 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 where did this come from? Well, why don't you start the story? <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so long story short, Jen is a longtime family friend of my in-laws. Okay. And she was in the process of kind of starting her own thing, but needed to work under someone for a year. Okay. And I've been working for someone for almost three years now, just okay. her and me. I mean, she primarily does wallpaper okay. and she sends me on the painting job. So I do okay. the painting. So anyways, Jen was like, Hey, can I work for your boss? We got that all set up. So she was working for my boss and then her and I started working together. And then we're like, why don't we branch out and do our own yeah. thing? So that's kind Love of, it. that's kind of the story of that. So just awesome. longtime friends and then it branched from there. Do we have any employees yet? No, no. Okay. Let's start there. Um, when it comes to employees, is there some apprehension or you haven't gotten around to it because what is this? And let me ask you this before I go any further. First business for both of you. Yes. For me. First time managing. Have you ever been yes. a manager in any capacity? Same. Okay. Well, so not a paid manager. I mean, I would say like throughout the years I've done, I'm a mom of three boys and like, I've done a whole bunch of volunteering so you're things a, like that. You're a, you're a supervisor. In, yeah. In, in, <laughs> in a so, sense, well, I ran a really big fundraiser for the school okay. and had a lot of people that worked under me for that. So in that capacity, I have very minimal experience, but better Fair than enough. nothing, I guess. Okay. So when we have the big employee conversation, all of us have our own 
perception of what that comes with, you know, Melissa, is there some apprehension on your end in terms of what that looks like? Have we dove into employees? Have we done any interviews yet? Is that a goal of yours? Do you want to keep it small? What does that look like? Right. So Jen and I were just talking about this and we've kind of had this idea that it would just be her and I, you know, just kind of doing our own thing. We haven't really thought about growing, but we definitely are not closed off to that. So that's kind of why we wanted to chat with you and just kind of ask some questions pertaining to like, what could that look like to have some goals for the future of growing our business? How long has the business been running so far? Oh, about a month. (laughs) You guys are fresh. I love it. So here's what's going to happen. So here's what's going to happen. Okay. So clearly uh, professionalism is 10 out of 10, right? Um, You guys are getting your feet wet. Everything's exciting right now. You know, it's, it's, you know, oh, we got another person that wants us to give them an estimate, right? We got uh, another person that hired us. You know, most of what you guys are getting right now is through word of mouth. Um, You're probably not spending anything on marketing or advertising. These are all great things. Um, What you're doing is phenomenal. Just make sure that you classify it correctly. You guys are creating a job for yourself. This is just a stage of business. Essentially, you guys have jobs right now. There's something in business that I've learned through my own experience. And that is if a business is not growing, there's no in between between growing and dying, guys. And in other words, like there's never a time where if the business isn't actively growing and by growing, I mean, when profits get reinvested to generate more income. And that's usually in the case of, you know, a couple major areas of hiring employees, giving bonuses and raises, you know, spending money on marketing, you know, better systems, better products, better service. If it's not actively happening in the business, then chances are the business is going to regress. And what's going to happen is, is that you guys are going to hit a capacity at some point if you don't start thinking about it now. And that capacity will be, okay, well, we have this job that's prolonged and we can't get paid on it until it gets finished. So let me start another job. And then when we start that other job, then there's a hurdle that causes that job to stop. Then we have to go back to the other job. Jen, can you help me on this job? And then you guys have an estimate to do. And then at some point or another, a customer will try to reach out to you guys for an estimate and you guys can't even respond because you're so tied up. Right. I definitely think that's the case. Yeah. We talked about that already. Like it's, it's, you were full-time laborers and full-time business owners, you know, you're right. trying to do a startup business. It's just, you can't fit it There's all. There's nothing one, wrong right? with getting <laughs> gritty guys. Like I, 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 I call it gritty, right? You guys are doing everything, answering the phone, doing the estimates, doing the jobs, hustling. You guys are, what you're doing is you're validating your idea. And that's great. It works. You did it. It's working. You're on a job site. You guys have flow. You guys realize, hey, we can work together. We could do this. Mm-hmm. But don't get comfortable. You guys have to create mm-hmm. a system within your brand of how you attract help and how you attract jobs outside of organic reach, which is out of your control. So in other words, what I'm saying is hiring a friend. That's not hiring. That's not a process that gets you good results. That's luck finding jobs through word of mouth. That's not a great process because you can't control it when you need it. Right. So if you have a week with no work, you were so heavily dependent on word of mouth because it got you to that point, but you guys have no reference points of how to get jobs when you need them. Do you understand where I'm going with that? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's better to learn this stuff before you need it than to have to figure it out when you need it because you're not in the right mindset at that point. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we talk about hiring, if I had to go to you guys and say, Hey, listen, if I came in as a business coach and I said, all right, guys, if we're going to make this happen, you guys need some help. Okay. 
what would be the first step just off the bat for hiring? Who would take the lead on this and what would be the process? I have zero clue. I, we haven't even thought about it, honestly. Okay. That's fair. I appreciate the honesty. How about you, Mel? Hmm. Yeah, I haven't thought about it. You know, okay. we're just super so, fresh and we're kind of like, it's okay. You know what the cool thing about owning ahead. a bit? No, don't even think of it like that. Listen, the only thing I want you to understand is the only thing about owning a business is, is that you're on the other side of what an employee is, right? You guys have both been employees at one point in your life, right? Mm -hmm. And I want you to start thinking of yourself as the employee. Just now you're the employer in a sense that what would you do if you were looking for a job? So let's start there. You know, Mel, if you really needed a job today, what would you do? I would get online and Google. You'd go online and you'd Google. <laughs> what would you Google? Uh, painter paint jobs. jobs. Yeah, paint jobs in paint my area. Job. Okay, cool. And what do you think the first website that's going to pop up is going to be? Probably Indeed. There you go. So that means that you need to align your company with the market. And there is a market. It's called the labor market. Okay. So in other words, <laughs> hiring and marketing, they go hand in hand. So, but it's not just getting applications, right? I mean, you don't want anyone just working with you guys, I assume. So right. one thing that scares me a little bit when I heard a little bit about your guys' story and about what you do kind of terrifies me because if you continue <laughs> with it, I'm being honest, I'm being honest. You guys actually own three businesses. Would you say that I'm a liar? What do you mean? We'd never call you a liar, Tanner. No. Three businesses. And here's what I said. When I asked you guys what you did, you said that, well, we do house painting and then we do some drywall and then we'll do cabinets. Did you know that there's drywall companies out there that just do drywall? Yeah, of course. And we did don't want to be that for sure. Right. <clears throat> do you know that there's cabinet refinishing companies that just do cabinets? And then there's right. house painting companies that just do house painting. Actually, there are four businesses because there are exterior, I mean, painting companies that totally Correct. focus on exterior. Just exterior. Yeah. And you guys will take that. So again, the infatuation phase in business is when you first start and you're afraid to say no to things because you don't know when the next job's going to come. Mm -hmm. You see? So what we need to do is we need to align our business. So when a new applicant comes into our world, we don't require them to learn skill sets for four different businesses. Do you mm -hmm. understand? Right. So yeah, I think it sense. would be, I think it would be best if we just pick one thing that we're really, really good at that we like, that's easy to market, easy to sell and easy to produce. And I think that's a great, I think that's a great point, Tanner. And one of the uh, things that Mel and I talk about is like, I just constantly have ideas and visions going around in my head of like, oh, this could be an interesting direction to take it. But I'm, I'm constantly thinking about what you're saying, which is what's the core of who we are and how do we. Okay not follow too many of my crazy ideas and get too big. You know, Mel will look at me and just laugh about different it's things. The fun of having a partnership because it is, it's good to run those things by someone else. It know? is. Yeah. It's great. And it's exciting. Um, I'm sure you guys are stoked, right? You guys did this thing from an idea and it's working. Like I love, I love that first yeah. little bit of business, like where it's like, wow, this is great. And I just want you to know that make these tweaks here, pick one. Okay. Because the cabinet refinishing business at this time is a phenomenal business to start and run and niche down on. Do you guys so, see yeah, yourself do you have wisdom on that? It? Yeah. I mean, I, I really love, um, educated processes and using good materials. Like that's something that's just really important to me. I'm not going to sure. go 
slap a coat of poor quality paint on somebody's cabinets and hope that it holds up, right? Like I'm going right. to read the spec sheets. I'm going to do my research. That's just the, sure. the way I'm built. So I, I do have contacts that, um, that build cabinets, that do KCMA coatings and things like that. But we also have two women in our area who are really solely focused in separate businesses on cabinet refinishing. So like, I'm not totally, well, I wonder if there might be, it is a little bit because I wonder if there might be more of a niche for us if we focused on residential interior painting where they're focusing on cabinetry and we're focusing right. on. Let me, you know, let me put it, it this way. Let me put it this way. If there's, you said there's two women. Yep. Okay. So if they two do individual one, women in two separate okay. companies yet. Okay. So if each of them does one cabinet job a week, Okay. That's 52 weeks, which sometimes they take two weeks. So let's just say right. they could do 40 each. That's 80 kitchens. That's only 80 houses. I guarantee if you look out of <laughs> your window right now, you're going to see a hundred houses in your neighborhood. Do the you personally think massive. that? Yeah. Do you personally feel like a better business model or a better focus is cabinetry rather than I interior a, residential? I own, I own an interior and exterior painting business. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I had a passion like you do for coatings, and I don't know, Mel, do you have a passion for applying coatings? I wouldn't say I have a passion, but <laughs> I, mean, I think we both love interacting with customers. That's something yeah, that's really do. important to us. I so mean, you that's need really to build your business around your strengths. And I think that there's a passion there. Listen, I don't have a passion for painting. I have a passion for building a business and early on that required me to paint, to learn, to be able to teach and create systems. My passion now is giving people opportunity, creating jobs, getting to know people, creating just, you know, that has become my new passion. So I say that lightly because based on your answer, Mel, you guys need to really hire because you're not, you're going to burn out. If, if you don't like wake up every day, like, and dip your hands in paint, like you're ready to rock, you know, then, that, then, yeah. then, then there's, you guys are going to be heading in a direction. That's going to be really hard to turn around because you didn't develop the skill sets that you need to create a duplicatable process. And by picking something and again, painting cabinets and painting interior houses are two different businesses. And the reason why I say that is because they're marketed differently. The clientele is usually different. The experience is different. The coding application process is different. The margins are different, right? So specialize in that and become a specialist. Don't ever worry about anyone else around you. There is way too much demand for the service. And even if the supply is there, maybe a fraction of that supply is in alignment with your vision, your customer service skills, your representation and what you guys how you guys operate. No one's like you. Right. So again, like it, that doesn't matter, but the cool thing about cabinet refinishing is it's new and it's a service that you don't have to compete heavily on because number one, if you don't specialize in that service specifically, and you're just a painting company that just so happens to do cabinets, well, you're at the mercy of if they get an estimate from a company that just does cabinets. So you could go to them and say, Hey, we only specialize in cabinet refinishing. Hey, here's a door we just did and bring in a sample door with your phenomenal coating that you mm -hmm. researched and you love. And you say, Hey, scratch it. 
right? Mm -hmm. And the painter comes in and he doesn't bring in that door. And then you say, well, we actually have a shop that we take the doors to and we spray them in the shop. So we're going to remove all the doors day one, and we're going to take them to the shop and take care of them for you. Painter, painter B who just does houses and drywall and other things says, Hey, well, we're just going to create a booth in your garage and we'll shoot them. Okay. Mm -hmm. See how that experience is way different. Yeah. Align your business with with that. Now, I don't mean, hey, you guys got to pick cabinets. You can also be interior house painters, but just know competition's higher, right? But the benefit of that right. area is labor pool is wider because you don't have to teach the skill sets of cabinets to interior house painters that you can train to roll and cut. Do you see how the dynamic kind of balances right. either way? Definitely. Let me ask you a question about differentiation, right? So as females in this industry, that differentiates us to begin with, right? Like it, it's something that we could use as a selling Phenomenal. point. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited about that. So then when I was thinking about these cabinet companies, they're less differentiated from us because these two, they're already women, right? These two companies I was talking about nearby are already women. There aren't really female painters in our area per se. So I thought maybe the value of the differentiation in us being like, Paint, residential interior painters. But I think what you're saying is it really may not even matter because there's just enough business again, out there. Don't ever mention them again. Cause you know, the thing about it is no one's like you guys, you guys are the dynamic duo. They're singular, oh. right? <laughs> we are I'm the serious. dynamic duo, right, Mel? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean seriously, seriously. And it's like, if you embody that, <laughs> that's right. If you guys embody that, I mean, ultimately here's the thing. You guys got to have a stroke of luck to bid on the same jobs, to attract the same customers. I mean, I mean, what are the chances, right? Uh, it's very slim. And that's why I say you got to find something that's easy to market because with cabinet refinishing, if you just put out some ads on Facebook, you guys will be flooded with estimate requests flooded with people that those two girls that you're referring to, they don't even know who they are, the customers that are re reaching out to you. And they're not going to research to find them. They mm -hmm. saw the ad on your Facebook page. They want an estimate from you. And they, chances are, don't know anyone else who does it because you did such a good job on your Facebook advertising your process. Yeah, it makes sense. And you've built trust with them on their Facebook where they hang out and they socialize. They see an ad that pops up that shows a oak wood kitchen cabinet and a beautiful white transformation. This is taking off in the industry. So again, here's where I'm getting at. In terms of the system, you got to niche down, guys. You can't build a strong business doing everything. Mel, you're at the job. Jen, you're in the office. Is this the dynamic, how it's been? Or Jen, is it are usually on the job? Is this an off day? How, what's the dynamic look like in terms of the workload physically? Yeah, definitely an off day. We love to paint together. I mean, that's okay. really honestly part of what we enjoy is just the working together. Love it. Okay, so this is an off day. Now, in terms of, in terms of the next step, which is maybe getting a shop, can you guys see yourselves doing that to kind of make that process even better? Is that something that you guys would, would consider? Yeah, we have space. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Okay. Yep. So let me ask you guys, what questions do you have, you know, in terms of, in terms of the advice I'm giving, am I in alignment with some of the, like some of the Absolutely. things that you were hoping to hear? I mean, is this, is this in the right direction? Yeah. Mel, you're, you're frozen for me, but are you still able to hear on the call? Did I, I lose my, her? Okay. <laughs> yeah. My, send her a text message to jump back in. I will. Okay, let me do that. Yeah, we and we get her get her back. Yeah, She's like frozen. She's just like frozen uh, back in okay. Here. 
Okay. As, okay. Long as, she, as long as she can hear. She's just, I thought she was just like staring at me. Oh, we just <laughs> lost like, her. That's okay. She'll, she'll I'll jump get her to rejoin. That's fine. No problem. Um, no, I really like what you're saying. And I, I, I guess what I had not thought, thought about being that we're so new to business, it's like the fact that we were unique in being a two woman painting pair. And there's a certain degree of trust that people naturally put in. Agreed moms i mean you know like i got three kids they're in school you know they're old enough now that i'm doing the full-time gig it's like there's a Absolutely. certain degree of you guys scream fine finish right like what that's you're what about we like. I, yeah. well that's what i'm leaning toward for you is master the cabinet coating process have you ever heard of a a, a lady named Corey leister no okay I'd, I'd love to connect you with her she is like That'd be awesome the cabinet refinishing queen good friend of mine. I'm actually speaking at her event. Um, it's actually near you guys in Pennsylvania. It's yeah, coming I have, up. Well, I thought about that. I wanted to go to that. You should. I mean, if it's you're going to get into March, this, maybe. it's in May, May. Oh, 15th. in May in yes. York or something. Yeah. 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 It's in Pennsylvania. So, okay. um, it's called the impact, uh, event. Anyway, if you want training, that's where you want to be. But I would like to connect you with her beforehand, just so you can see yeah. what her, cause she's so open about her systems, the things that, that she does, women, uh, painting company. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, all, all the above and, and, and what you guys are trying to build screams to me success, but really like one of the limiting beliefs that you shared with me was that, Hey, there's this other company out here. Let me mm -hmm. tell you something. When I first started my business, I Googled the painting companies and I was so intimidated because everyone had like 10 or 15 five-star reviews. And I, mm -hmm. I didn't really know much about owning a business. Um, and I was like, man, like, who's going to call me, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah. now I have 145 five-star reviews and we get all the calls on Google based on the fact that I didn't allow anything like that to impede. Cause naturally we think, wow, that's competition, right? Like, but really there's not competition here because your customers, and I've learned this, your customers are your customers. They buy from you because they resonate with your vision, your yeah. mission who you are as a person, like you said, mom, trustworthy, you tell your story. Hey, this is how we got started. So people want to put money into things. They're investing in you, right? Yeah. Tell your story. So don't worry about that. But I think, I think Mel's trying to join back in. Let's get her. Okay. Jump back in here. I think, uh, there she is. I think she's back. Wait, waiting for her to connect. So, okay. So in terms of like, in terms of the process, let me ask you this. And this is just a basic entry level question here, Jen. Have you outlined a start to finish process on how your cabinet painting process goes? Product prep, timeframe, timeline, every step of the way. Have you outlined that yet? Yes. You have? Yep. Great. So right then and there, you've now created your training for somebody who's never painted cabinets before, right? Right. And I think it starts off with prep work. So as you guys work together, you, Mel, and this new person, you're training them how to prep. Well, let me ask you a crazy question about that. Okay, so I, one of the things that I kind of have a vision for, and you can totally slam this, it's fine. But one of the things that I have space for in my mind is that there is a lot of flexibility with kitchen cabinetry because you're doing a lot of the work in your shop at home which could be really conducive to women who are single moms who can only work during certain hours. Um, they can't necessarily go out and do a nine to five job or whatever, right? Like they have limited amounts of time. 
Um, but I really have a vision to potentially like if this can expand beyond just me and Mel, which, you know, for now we were thinking like, oh, we're just going to go out and do our painting gig. This is providing income for us. It's great. We love working together. But, you know, what do you think about like using that as a labor pool to not just use it as a successful business model, but really to be able to impact the lives of people that might come work with us? Because Mel and I yeah. have a great working dynamic. We have a really positive right. working environment. And it's like, I think it could be really great to share that with some other people. I think you're going to get bored of the money anyway. It's going to start coming in faster than you know how to spend. Um, so, I mean, I'm serious. And I think that that's the vision that I've adopted in the, the mission that I had. Originally, it was about freeing myself. And what I've learned is through my business, I have the ability to free others, not yeah. in a full capacity, but in a capacity of maybe you work for a boss who gave you a hard time if you had to go home and take care of something. Or maybe you exactly. work for somebody that made you feel suppressed and never wanted you to grow and made you feel fear on your yeah. job. Yeah. I'm freeing that's, people in that sense. Come over I love that. That's to this totally side. aligned with what I was thinking. Like if it grew, that could be great. Yeah. So Mel is now jogging, trying to get service. <laughs> <laughs> She's committed work. here. The commitment. Um, so, but, but I love your idea. I think if you do a women only company, I think that's awesome. I think it's needed. I think there's single mothers, like you said, that want an opportunity that can check into the shop at whatever time, do their work or, you know, um, but it starts with your pen and your paper, draw out what that looks like, visualize it, think of it. But really guys, you know, when we talked about what, what you guys are going to focus on, it starts with you guys. I'd like the idea. Hey, we're going to work together. We're going to do this guys. It's working again. Remember my rule. I don't know who else wants to adopt this rule, but I've just learned through business. Either your business is growing or it's dying. There's no stagnation. And by dying, I don't mean it in a morbid sense. I mean, Mel's going to get burned out on Friday and her weekend is going to be compromised because she just got done painting a whole house. Same thing with you, Jen. Where's your energy on Saturday morning that should be better spent with your children or doing things for your nonprofit or doing things that you care about, right? That's yeah. what I mean by dying in a sense that you have got to build systems that allow you to run a business that sustains for your lifetime rather than provides you income in the now yeah. pending your physical ability. Yeah. I love that. No, I think that's great. Not something we had really. It's a must. It's not yeah. a should. It's a must. That's what you got to take away from this is like, we've got to learn how to hire and get someone in ASAP. We've got to learn how to market and we've got to get our name out there ASAP. And my next question to you guys is, What's the marketing situation look like? Do we have a website? Are we on Google? Are we on Facebook? Do we have an Instagram? What does that look like? So right now we just have a Facebook and Instagram account and that's the extent of marketing and we're still in the process of, you know, developing posts and that kind of thing. Good. So they're not technically up and running yet. They should okay. be within the next week or so, but that's all we have right now. Can I make it? Can I make an assumption as to why they're not up and running? Sure, go ahead. I'd love to hear. You guys are too busy. <laughs> partly. And partly, right? And the reason why I'm saying it like that is because if we can't do something or we're not the best at it, there's people out there that are spend the money. Right. Because the things that I'm telling you to do in terms of marketing, the only goal of marketing is to do what? Generate you guys income. And you're letting the idea of 
just maybe not letting it because you didn't know, but maybe you're not saying, well, maybe I should pay someone to do this because of the cost now, not knowing that the right person's goal is to bring you cost times whatever the multiplier is to where you guys don't even have to think about it. You just do what you're best at. And I think some of that Tanner is because we aren't a hundred percent sure like that this is even going to fly. Like are people going to like us? Are people going to want us to do their work? Are they going to hire us? (laughs) It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And the moment you guys get to the point where you know that then you can recalibrate and get focused. They're like, how do we, how do we take someone through our process and take them through this process? And everyone gets the same experience. That should be the focus. And that's why when we first talked, I said, okay, how are we hiring? We don't quite have a plan. So I'm going to give you guys my hiring course that I have for free after this. So you guys can watch it and go through it. It's a four lesson course. You can get people interested immediately. Okay. You can't put that. You're only looking for women on there though. But if that's what you guys do, I actually (laughs) took employment law in college. And if it's in a, it it has to be a bona fide um, occupational qualification. So if for whatever reason, you guys change your name to like, you know, the women cabinet refinishers, then in that case you could, but in any case you guys get it. So where I'm getting at is, is that, you know, we got to have the hiring in place in terms of marketing. You need someone handling your marketing, either that, or you buy leads from a third party. Right. And I don't think you should do that at this time. I think I can connect you with a really good resource for finding good leads and getting them into a system, which I have drip jobs. So, you know, we can talk about that another time, but it's important to have good software. You know, it's important to have these things because you can't, in my personal opinion, get over the idea that this isn't going to work or you're not sure it's working. You know, it's working. So any feedback on uh, some of the marketing things in terms of, you know, some of the questions you may have had, or, you know, I know, again, most of the work has come word of mouth from friends and family and repeat business. Is that what's been happening? Definitely. And we were thinking too, like Mel is... I mean, going to do, we were thinking we'd probably generate more buzz about the business once we do the big push on our own social media and say like, Hey, look, we're doing this and here's the business and follow us. Let on the me, business page let me be, stuff. let me be clear about this. Maybe 10 years ago, everyone would have saw that post yeah. that you're planning on putting out. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing about it is you write a post on your Facebook right now. The only people that are going to see it are you and Mel on your yeah. personal pages. Okay. That's just because of, uh, Thanks of the to game. Facebook and their algorithms and their algorithms. Right. So, so again, like you need to get from point A to point B fast because you have to do both at the same time. You guys are right. not going to want to hire people if you don't know if jobs are going to be coming in. Right. And you don't right. want to market if you can't handle the demand of the jobs coming in. So by default, in the beginning, they both have to be done at the same time with faith. And you say, all right, I got someone working on my leads. They're going to be coming in soon. I have about a two-week window to find one person to work alongside Mel and I, and we're going to teach them how to paint cabinets. <laughs> and then Sounds it like a good vision, person. doesn't it, Mel? <laughs> Much bigger than we were thinking. Guys, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, that's it. But it just starts with one. Right. And that person might just be prepping, but what did you learn there? Okay. You learned, okay. We learned how to put out an ad. We learned how to properly filter out individuals. Do you know how many women painters apply to, to work for me? A lot. Oh, really? A lot, a lot. There is a starving marketplace 
for women mm. painters. They want oh, to be a part of this trade. That's they awesome. Do. I would not have suspected that, honestly. Suspect it. It's real. They're learning. <laughs> I mean, women are naturally detail oriented. I believe so. Right? My wife is. I mean, she 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 it's points true. out all my flaws. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding but she but but i mean I, cabinets but, it's a good fit for cabinetry too because amazing fit you, know, you have cab, to be very very meticulous yeah you do and and that's what i'm saying is is that model some of the ones that are doing it already what you want to do you got to get with Corey. i think you guys should definitely come to the impact event in may uh again investment whatever you put into your business you're either going to get something directly out of it which in case would be marketing you get leads with taking my course you're going to get a better hire you're either going to get something out of it or you're going to learn that it's not going to work you got to go through that process mm -hmm. but if anything i hope that during this conversation i gave you just a little bit of uh confidence to grow a little bit outside of what you guys were yeah. thinking well, that was the word. I was going to yeah. say, you gave me some confidence. I'm like, wow, yeah. Mel, he thinks we're going to do it, huh? <laughs> he thinks we're going to succeed. This yeah. is great. I mean, determination is we there. You're si Mel's six miles from the original location when we started this. <laughs> and I am, you know, I'm getting educated and exercise at the same time. I love oh, now yeah. that's a win-win. <laughs> that's a win-win. So, you know, look, let's, um, I would love to reconnect again at another stage when you tell me that you've gotten your hire and you want me to help you get to the next stage, but think of it as accountability. Don't come back on here unless you have a hire. How about that? That's great. Thanks, Tanner. I really, right. really appreciate, um, you offering this to people and sure. I think it's great. Really great for us. Was this helpful? Super helpful. Awesome. Really I'm going to email you guys. I'm going to email you guys a few things after this and I wish you guys nothing but the best. Remember niche down, scale up. Okay. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so, much. so much. Take See care. ya. Drip jobs. CRM is finally here. That's right. So drip jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates, it's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money and you're going to love the features that are built into drip jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out drip jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you and I'll catch you on the next episode.